The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba House of Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. Yes, welcome once again to a lovely Saturday where we get to talk about all things real estate, mortgage. Mortgage and related. There you go. Another wonderful summer in the great Pacific Northwest. Oh, yes. Lots it's been a on. great summer. It's been a fantastic summer. Yeah. Just, like you pointed out a week or two ago, the fact that we haven't had like smoke all over. Yeah. 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 Well, we yeah. haven't literally had smoke on the water. Last year, do you remember? It was brilliant oh, yeah. sunsets as a consequence, but we were getting mm-hmm. hit from, from Canadian side, from oh, yeah. eastern Washington, My from south of us. My sinuses were going crazy. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it, it was, was it was bad. bad for a lot of people's breathing. Yeah. So yeah. happy knock on wood that we can yes. finish out the summer without any knocking sort on the of desk huge, right now. You know, fires flaring up and everything. Yes. So yes. Can, can do Hope, without that. Hoping we can definitely bypass. Hey, those. Can I just say, you know, when you're but. driving up the freeway, yes, and you see these big, huge black patches, you know, where there's been a fire along the side of the freeway. Oh gosh, those yes. are folks throwing their cigarettes out the window. Generally speaking, yes. Who still does that? Uh, it's amazing. Obviously, it, it the just people who caused me. that fire. Yeah, right, no, right. I saw one just the other yeah. week where there was like three or four major patches, and they were actually in the process of putting them out. Right. It was just yeah. that's that's scary stuff, folks. You know, I mean, it's you know, do what you want in your own personal life, but you know, try yeah. not to impact all the rest of us. Yeah, keep your butts to yourself. <laughs> I think the only way we could say that on this show without getting in trouble. That's right. <laughs> Although I did have that uh, experience, you know, when I was recently at a, a conference. You know, I, I attend a lot of the Tom Ferry International stuff because it's it's the premier real estate coaching on the planet. Sure. And I just spent uh, recently uh, nearly a week with six thousand real estate agents. Yeah. Um, you know, learning more new marketing tools and things that we can bring to the consumer to help give them a better experience, right? Yeah. When they work yeah. with us. But I was driving to a private event with my particular coach and his group of people. And uh, so we were joking because we had an Uber come pick us up and it was like, you know, I had to sit in the middle and speaking of keep your butts to yourself, it was kind of like, oh, this is just too much of a reminder of being the youngest of four kids <laughs> riding the hump in the back seat. That's right. Oh, <laughs> it was boy. Like, kinda, let's get the XL, shall we? Let's get the XL. We don't really need to get that close. That's right. <laughs> yeah. This is. Yeah, you yeah. didn't know that was going to go that direction when you said to that. The, uh, the family vacation trip in the totally. station wagon. Remember yeah. all those miles you oh, put yeah. in, like in a station wagon, and you're just oh, like, sure. "Oh, stop touching me! Stop touching me!" Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, we were famous for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And you only had a brother. I know, but we terrorized each other. You know, fairly well, well, you still do. You still do. <laughs> but yeah, mostly in a good way now. I think. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's slightly healthier. <laughs> well, That's right. but let me ask. Speaking of healthy, yeah, how's the market doing? You know, uh, our rates. It's it's well okay. So so uh, I'll, I'll, you want the good news or the bad news? Uh, Actually, well, we you want know, both. Right, right. Whatever, now. It, whatever it is you got. That's right. What, that's what we're about. Well, well, the 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 good news part is that mortgage rates are still at a record record low uh, point right now. We're up over a three year low point, 
And, nice. And it keeps adding on time. Now it's a three-year low point. Yeah, it's it's getting better and better and better. You know, we passed through, blew past our 52-week low, and mm-hmm. we're now about a 36-month low okay. know, for, for interest rates. Nice. What's happening, though, it's it's kind of interesting. Refi because, boom? Well, yeah, re- refi booms are, are off the off the hook right mm-hmm. now. So if you haven't started a, a refinance, you know, maybe you should look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the latest, I just sent some people to do one. Yeah. Well, the latest estimate, 35% of the mortgages out in our country would benefit from a refinance at this point. That's a very large it's number. It's a big number. Yes. Yeah, it's a big number. And as you can imagine, you know, as lenders, we're busy. You know, we're oh, yeah. We're real busy. So when that happens... Things take a little longer mm-hmm. than they should. I know. You've got more hair flying off because all those credit <laughs> well, reports are pulling again. Well, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. But the, the important part is to plan ahead. And, and yes. we have to think about that also when you're purchasing a home. If we're mm-hmm. financing a home purchase, oh, yeah. those take priority. And True. they have to be done. We have to hit our deadlines. Right. So a yeah, because a refi doesn't have a deadline. No, it, it, it doesn't, but it does because we lock the rates. Oh, well, okay, yeah. And a rate lock's going to have a term of, you know, 45 days, 60 days. You know, some some lenders are locking rates for 90 days at this point, you know, if you're refinancing a home. So it's best to get in there early. One question to ask, though, if you are, you know, shopping around for refinancing, if you do lock in your rate and it's for a fairly long period of time, can you float that rate down? Right. So if rates fall before closing, you know, do they have the do they have, do you have the option to take a lower interest rate? So that's always a really nice feature. Uh, interest rates, so mortgage rates are not tracking directly with treasuries, and and treasuries have made the you know made the the pot, made the the late night TV shows you know because we hit you know a week ago a inverted yield curve, and I've talked about this one before. On the show, yes, you know, what you the have. heck's a, what the heck's an inverted yield curve? Sounds like a gymnastic move. The Google search for inverted yield curve is off the charts right now. You know, lots of people trying to figure out what the heck does that mean. Basically, what it means is a, a longer-term Treasury security is actually paying a lower interest rate than a shorter-term Treasury security. So a ten-year is, is is was a little bit less than a than a two-year uh, Treasury. Why is that important? Because every time in history that that's happened, the economy has gone into a recession within the 12 to 24 months. You know, will that happen this time? We don't. We don't really know. Um, but the the ten year yield is about the same as it was in 2016, and nobody was jumping up and down saying we're going into a recession. Mm-hmm. So, and again, what's the definition of recession? It's three straight quarters where the economy is is slowing down. It doesn't mean the pain that we went through in, in 2008, 2009, you know, right. the, the Great Recession doesn't necessarily mean that. Uh, the, there was um, the recent uh, change in rates, so it was, was somewhat sparked from the Fed's rate cut at the end of July. Uh, but that cut, usually when the Fed cuts rates, it actually causes interest rates, short-term interest rates to rise because it's a stimulus. It, it's, it's stimulating the economy. Uh, in this case, it sort of had almost the opposite effect uh, to um, uh, mortgage rates, part of it was just the language that the Fed was using. It caused some panic uh, in the financial markets, and that's never good. Right. You know, rates did fall. Uh, of course, Treasuries really plummeted. But mortgage rates don't always move quite in tandem with Treasuries, and the reason right. for that is is the nature of the investment. When you buy a Treasury security, that Treasury security is pretty much going to stick around, you know, as the government pays it back. You keep it as long as you want to keep it. But mortgage-backed securities, when you buy a mortgage mm-hmm. bond, 
if rates go too low, people refinance and pay those bonds off. So right. if I'm investing in mortgages, I never know when I'm going to get paid back. And and oftentimes I get paid back sooner than I want, you know, when rates plummet. Got it. Yeah. And that's what's happening right now. So as a consequence, investors are like, eh, not so interested in buying mortgage-backed securities because I think they're going to be paid off too early. And and as a consequence, then that will tend to push the rate a little bit higher Got on it. those. So what we're looking at right now is we don't know. I mean, they're they're ridiculously low right now. Uh, how long are, is that going to stick around? It's going to depend on a, a bunch of different factors, but uh, we're watching Brexit. We're watching the the riots in Hong Kong. Yeah. We're watching the trade war going on, and we're watching the Fed and what the Fed is, is going to be saying about the economy. Um, the administration is, is pressuring the Fed to cut rates further. Some economists agree that that's necessary. Other ones don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, this fact, this weekend, uh, there's the, a, a big Federal Reserve Jackson Hole summit going on, and the Fed's talking about all of this stuff. And everybody's going to be watching really closely to see what Jay Powell has to say at the big Jay Hole summit. So, <laughs> Jay Powell at the Jay Hole? That's right. <laughs> you heard me right. Oh my gosh. So, here's where we are national averages for a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. Right now, conventional conforming 30-year fix, 3.59%. Uh, 15-year fixed rates are averaging 3.28%. FHA and VA, 325 Nice. And jumbo 30-year fixed rates up a little bit higher than that, around 3.7% is the national average. So these rates are truly, truly excellent. And, uh, you know, whether they stick around, who knows, will they go much lower? I kind of doubt it. I really don't think right. we're going to see them go much lower. I really don't. No, I don't think there's any other particular reason for them from what a lot of the economics, economic forecasters are saying. Speaking of which, um, do you know who Steve Harney is? I sure do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and a Seattle PI columnist for years and years and years. Uh, yeah. Was he? He was syndicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Harney was always in the PI. Yeah, every Sunday. He's an East Coast guy? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he lived out here. I'll have to talk to him about that. So anyway, Steve, um, that uh, Tom Ferry Summit thing that I was recently at with like 6,000 realtors you know, down in uh, Anaheim, California, mm-hmm. he actually spoke about just these kinds of topics, right? So for him, like I'm looking at his Instagram page. So yeah. you can find Steve Harney. On, it's H-A-R-N-E-Y mm-hmm. if you want to find him on Instagram. But he uh, posted something that, you know, because he spoke – at this event and was talking about, you know, there was a study done by the association of realtors recently and nearly half of the participants of the study, like 40 plus percent believed that because they kept hearing recession, mm-hmm. right. Which really is only two quarters of the GDP being down. Mm-hmm. When, when a typical consumer hears recession, they now equate it to our housing crisis. Yes. And they, that 40 plus percent believe that's going to happen again. Yeah. Which is scary. That it is. that's it, what it tells you is that there's a lot of people who don't really understand economics, right? Yeah. Because every other recession has not been led by housing other than what was actually the housing crisis starting in late 2007. Right. Right. Yeah. So one of the things he's got on the Instagram page for anyone who wants to go find him there uh, is the projected mean percentage appreciation. Cause in that same survey, Uh, that they did with also 96 economists involved in, in that uh, they were asked, are we coming up on a recession? They're all saying yes up until basically 
or a large number of them are saying yes, probably till the next election. Yeah. And then in the same day, same experts, same survey, they were asked how home prices would react. Mm-hmm. And they said appreciation will slow, but no call for values to depreciate. And he's got a chart in there that is the projected amount that each of them put in. And at 2019, it's 4.1, 2020, 2.8. 2021 down to 2.5, which is pretty normal. Mm-hmm. 2022 at three, and then rising again in 2023 to 3.4. So maybe it's a, a bit of a slowdown, which is exactly what we've been calling would probably happen in in the overall arena of real estate. It's pretty much normal, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. Well, it was uh, can't always call you that, but hey, <laughs> that's right. Maybe when we come back. Well, uh, Chairman of Bank of America said we have nothing to fear about a recession right now, except for the fear of a recession. <laughs> We're going to be right back. Open House with Team Reba. Stay tuned for more. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday <laughs> from 2 to 3 o'clock. And Having sometimes a good on time. Sunday. <laughs> yes, from 3 to 4. There you go. Yeah. yeah Got our, our bonus time in there. Yeah. Bonuses on Saturday. You can catch us on Sunday. Yeah. And if you can't catch us on either one of those, you can get us on the podcast. That's right. Yes. That's right. We're on pretty much any podcast station that you listen to. They're out there now. Just Google Open House with Team Reba. Mm-hmm. Or do like what I just did uh, last week. You go, hey, Alexa. Play podcast, Open House with Team Reba. I love that. Yeah, that was really fun. All That's of a sudden, so much fun. There it is. I love it. Love yeah. it. Do, do you have to tell it which episode to play, or does it just like it pick just, one up? It just picks one picks up. One I think and... it was playing the most recent one. Yeah, when well, I, when I, I will say in uh, Spotify, they are numbered. So we may mm-hmm. have, you know, if there's an episode specifically that you're looking for, you know, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you should be able to Google also what kind of content, because as they're going out, uh, the company I'm working with to get all of that uploaded for us is putting in information about what the show content is. Yeah, and perfect. then eventually oh. we're going to convert that over to YouTube videos as well. So you'll yeah. have transcriptions and everything else as oh, part of it. Yeah, oh, it's going to be fantastic. Awesome. You know, the reason I was giggling was you and I were just making a crack before we went back on air. You know, talking about adventures in real estate and you made a joke about mobile homes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was just in one the other day that was uh, not so pleasant. Oh, you're showing me the pictures. I'm showing you pictures oh, right now. Our list- oh, yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful. Oh, it's a fine I'm specimen guessing, from uh, 19... Oh, did you want to guess? No, 1970. Well, 70. Very special. Very, very special. Fleetwood? Is that a Fleetwood? Uh, you know, I don't even know. I wanted to get out of there so fast. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, each of the decks, they had decks on the front and the back. I was waiting for me to fall through. Yeah. I mean, because it was really majorly rickety, mold, you know, water damage. Just I was like, oh, why are we here? But um, but I will say, we mentioned this earlier. You could find lots of information online, folks. You know, we're here to be a guide, and that's yeah. where this customer called me. It's a it's a past customer, and I've done. Oh, at least 16 transactions with their entire family, like a lot of extended family over the last 16 years. And this will be my third time working with this particular individual. And I was like, so as as we got to the property, I was like, so what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the goal here? What's the goal? Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, we've been on these forums online and there's a very large community, you know, in kind of the living small. Right. And I said, okay, 
but that doesn't always necessarily need, mean mobile home, home. Right. right? You mm-hmm. know, and as as you know, we both had. In fact, I I brought up to them. I said, well, if you're looking for that. I recommend you listen to our podcast from mycabin.com, M-Y-K-A-B-I-N.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Local company making some really cool cottage housing here that's fresh. Under 400 square feet. Yes, and very reasonably priced, Mm -hmm. right? And very energy efficient, small footprint on the planet, nice kind of product. I'm like, so what are we doing here? And he goes, well, you know, in this community, you know, everybody's talking about all the stuff you can do and the renovations. And then, you know, you keep it as a rental and you do this and that. And I went and he goes, you know, there's a there's a really a big growing movement. And I went, how many people are on this uh, forum? And they go, oh, quite a few. Three thousand. Nationwide. Yeah. Nationwide. Hmm. And I'm like, I hope you understand with over three hundred thousand million residents in the United yeah, States. Yeah. That is a really, 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 really small portion okay. of the population. And then I had to point out to him, and this is where I came in as a guide. Yeah. Because yeah. I said, You're you just did a line of credit on your house to buy or to get money in your bank. And you could buy this cash. Mm-hmm. However, do you have an exit strategy? And they're like, well, but we're gonna buy it and hold it. I said, but you know what? Life changes sometimes. And if you need to sell this, have you talked to your lender to mm-hmm. find out what the possibilities would be of that? Yeah. And they went, well, no. And I said, I highly recommend you do because if you had to sell this, let's say something happened and you needed that money out of here. Mm-hmm. And two years later, you needed to sell it. Mm-hmm. I would have a hard time selling it. There's a reason it's been on the market 323 days. Right. Because no one can get a loan on it. It's not financeable. It's not financeable. And I said, it's a trifecta of things. You're under airport noise. It's under an airport zoning, Hmm. commercial zoning. Okay. So if it burns to the ground, they can't even put another mobile back. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, you wouldn't be able to put it. I'm like, talk to your insurance company. Talk to the lender. Mm -hmm. Look into this. I'm like, ah, you know, and it's just like the amount of information that spewed out of my face (laughs) in like five minutes. I was just like, oh my gosh. Okay. Let me give you some, some of the rules. If if you are thinking about a manufactured home, this is important. Very important. Okay. So number one, we're not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just this particular one and the condition it was in. Yeah. Ah, but there are rules and the most important rule uh, number one is that it, to be financeable, if you want a traditional mortgage on it, it has to have been built after 1977 because mm-hmm. in 1977 is when the construction standards for manufactured homes were increased. Prior to that, it was just kind of almost a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. So it has to have been built after 1977. Most financing wants a double-wide or larger, although FHA will finance a single-wide uh, uh, manufactured home. Uh, this is a really important one. It can never have been moved. And and you've got to yes. research that. In fact, I was looking at one last week. A, a client had called me about, and I'm, I'm looking at the tax records. The, the seller didn't know if it had been moved or not. It was like a flipper that bought this thing, and they fix it up, uh. and they think, oh, they're going to make a fortune. And um, I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the tax records, and it wasn't taxed as real property until right around 1996. Oh, interesting. Uh, and that means that it went through what's called title elimination. Oh, at yes, that yes, point. yes. I have that happening right. with a client right now. Right. But then I'm looking up the model, and the model is a 1984. And so, in my mind, it's highly likely that that was moved, you know, once or twice onto that site. 
making it ineligible uh, for financing. It's a, a very, very strict rule. Yeah. Rule number three you have to be careful about is if you buy a manufactured home, it has to be owner-occupied or at, at the worst, a second home. You cannot buy one as a non-owner-occupied property, as an investment property. Can't finance it that way. So, and then we've got some some physical things. It has to be on a proper foundation. It has mm-hmm. to have the wheels and axles removed. Uh, lenders don't like to lend on things that have a tongue, and so we got to have all that taken off. You know that whatever is used to tow it. We, we don't mean a human with a tongue. We, we mean, mean <laughs> a trailer tongue. Yeah, and uh, and so wheels and axles removed, tie downs, mm-hmm. foundation. Uh, the other part with a manufactured home is if any time the outside shell of the home has been penetrated, like you're putting mm-hmm. a deck on and you're screwing into the sides yeah. or an awning or this or that. That would be a lot like this thing I just looked at okay. the other day. Well, any time that the exterior is penetrated, it requires in Washington State an L&I inspection, inspection by Department of Labor and Industries. So many times also the foundation will require an engineer's inspection. And then the other part is that you want to look for the what we call the HUD tags. There's a metal tag. It's about, I don't know, three yep. inches by four inches. saw one the other day because I have right? another client with a manufactured yep. home. It's going to be slapped on each portion of the home, you know, each, each side of it. If it's a double wide, there's two. If it's a triple wide, there's three, like that. And without those tags, then you have to go to a third-party organization to track down the original manufacturing information for the home. But before an appraisal can be done, that information has to be uh, provided. So there's a lot of different things that, that come into play. Oh, one other one that, that, that we come up across every now and then, and this happens a lot. Uh, you buy a big parcel of land. Let's say it's five acres. It's got a manufactured home on it. You want to build your, your dream home on the same lot mm-hmm. and then keep that manufactured home maybe as a rental or something along that line. You cannot have a stick-built home on the same lot as a manufactured home at all at all to really get, to get financing oh to, to get, get financing i was gonna say i've seen yeah. them you can do it cash yeah Got you it. can do it okay. yourself but but uh, if you want to get a mortgage for it you know you go to the lender the yeah. appraiser comes out and goes hmm i see the house i see the manufactured home you know yeah. you know we're going to condition that the manufactured home get get wheeled get away the boot. uh-huh yep so oh so many gotta pull its that. tongue <laughs> Right. Put the tongue back on. Get this thing out of here. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Well, now you can understand why I was like, please no. Yeah. Please there's, no. There's rules. But please no. Like, yeah. well, and then this thing had a leaking roof, and they, because they'd read on this forum that you could build a roof over a roof uh-huh. kind of thing. I'm sure. like, so you're going to keep the junk roof in place that has. All the nastiness. I'm like, I sounds like a solid plan. I yeah. I well, thankfully we moved on from that one because it, you know because here's the thing. So this client I'd worked with before, but the girlfriend he's got has not worked with me, mm-hmm. and she's looking at me, and I finally had to stop and look at her and say, "Look, I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer here. Okay, yeah, yeah. my job is to act as a devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. So you can come to me all excited about your real estate dreams, but it's also my job to guide you and let you know the things you don't know right. that could harm you. Right. Because you are sitting here telling me you have a family with two generations of construction experience, but you went to school for dance. And while you might know about construction, 
I'm learning very quickly that you don't know about financing and insurance. Mm-hmm. And right. these are both things that if you're going to have an exit strategy and you have to think about what if, mm-hmm. what Absolutely. if, if they're going to dump 195000 or whatever it was for this into this property, now all their equity is sitting there. What if? And later on, they did start telling me about health issues she had. Well, what if you have more and you need the money for your health care? And you're buying a 1970 manufactured home that probably used a formaldehyde-based insulation. Yeah, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, maybe not the best idea. Lots of issues. So the next property we went to was a real piece of work, too. (laughs) Um, But that's because with their construction background and whatnot... They, I mean, they do have people that they can work with that can yeah. help them. Mm-hmm. And so even on that property, again, it was a lot of discussion about knob and tube, insurance issues with regard to that, other things that we would need to check for. It had an oil furnace that had been converted to gas. Okay, do we know if the tank's been decommissioned? Is there any anything that's leaked on the property? And by the way, listeners, we have shows about oil tanks and PLEA insurance, Mm -hmm. which is the Pollution Liability Insurance Association Association or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's the state of Washington supplied insurance for tanks in use. Mm -hmm. Now, this tank was now not in use any longer, so that probably doesn't apply Mm -hmm. unless the current owner happened to have it, right? right? And we don't know if they did it or a prior owner did it. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole bunch of other crazy stuff. But it's just in that conversation with them it was like my job here is to be a guide and give you elements of things that i really need you to think about before you move forward good advice lots of lots of things you'd be thinking about on that one i got a few other ideas too on that whole manufactured home thing but you know what let's, i don't know let's focus let's, that on another let's, time um, let's jump out of the manufactured home and let's move on to real. some other topics stick built that's right some stick built things we got a couple bills to pay we're going to break away for just a minute here And then we're going to be right back with more Open House with Team Reba. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. Now back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass at Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnos from Homebridge Financial. Yes, snapping yeah. it up to one of my favorite bumper songs. One of little snappy, snappy tunes there. Snappy, snappy. Yeah. So I was a little snappy recently. But yeah. not in a positive way. Oh, boy. Yeah. Pretty snappy at a couple of agents and a mortgage lender. Thank goodness it wasn't you. You were spared. Like, Good. I'm happy about that. You were spared the ire yeah. Reba. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't want to go there. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, sticking with our theme of being guides, mm. right? Trying mm-hmm. to keep our, our people out of trouble, right? Right. So I... The next story I'm going to tell our listeners is about um, – actually, what, what's kind of interesting, uh, after these transactions closed, I, I thanked the client I was working with because, in reality, I wasn't her first choice, mm-hmm. meaning uh, many of you know that I have a boat, and I bought it from this wonderful couple, Les and Yvonne Nystrom, who were uh, members of the Rainier Yacht Club. Yeah, yeah. And so I bought that roughly a year ago. And she happens to also be a real estate agent. Now, she's retired. Okay. But um, before she went off into the sunset in the RV that she and her husband bought from the proceeds of the boat <laughs> uh, and other things that they awesome. sold off. They sold yeah. their condo. And now they're traveling across and building a place down in, like, I don't know, Georgia or somewhere. Uh, super sweet couple. Yeah. Love them to pieces. And 
because she's so adorable, she also has some very adorable clients. Yeah. And so she has asked me to work with the people that had been her clients. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Current clients as well as past clients. And so that's a common thing in my industry that someone will retire out and maybe pass on, you know, the connections. Sure. And so this wonderful woman who's a very sharp business owner, um, she has her, her two adult sons and their wives living with her and also one of her grandbabies. So it's a multi-generational family yeah. that they're looking to upsize their living situation because the family's growing. Yeah, right? sure, sure, sure. And so Yvonne uh, introduced me to her and then basically handed her and put her in my hands, right, okay. to say, please guide them towards us. And they'd been looking for quite some time for a new home and then they would need to sell the house they had. Yeah. So it's always complex, right? So again, listeners, we have a former show that we did that's about the complexities and things that you can think about if you're going to do a contingent sale uh, of any kind or what are strategies when you have a house and you want to move to another house, right? So we have other content around that. But I'm working with this client and knowing I wasn't her first choice. But what she learned was that Yvonne put her in really good hands. Yeah. Because the amount of expertise and information that was conveyed throughout that transaction was really, really important. And what I mean by that is we had her house, uh, we found a house for her and then had to put her house on the market now. So I've got multiple parties here, right? I've got a person who's buying a house. So there's the seller who just also happens to be himself as the real estate agent. This guy has a real estate team and is representing himself. Okay. Flash of concern number one. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then there's me with my client. And then we have her selling her home. So having to do the preparations. Right. I've mentioned this person before. It's the one where the Viper parts were in the family room. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. And so I'm dealing with all of that and getting the house ready. And then we do find a buyer for her place. And it's a self-employed person who's who's purchasing. So okay. also potential red flag number two. Yep. So we have with realtor red... as his own client, self-employed mm-hmm. buyer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he's very lackadaisical with, about okay. everything on one side. There's sure. a lot of loosey-goosey okay. going on. Yeah. Now, that benefited us in that as she needed to prep her house and we found we needed more than five days because of said Viper parts in the family room, um, <laughs> he, he gave us an extension, no problem. Yeah. So that was yeah. great. Oh, that's good. But it also meant he was holding out starting his own house search, right? Oh, right. So that's also going to play into this. And then on the sales side, you know, so we get her place ready, we get it on market, and we're doing what we need to do for that. We find a buyer, and every time I talk to the agent on that side, and she's new. She's relatively new. Okay. And she works with a lot of, I'll just say ESL clients. Okay. 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 Sure. And when every time I'm talking to her also, I can tell she's probably just recently started a family, probably got into real estate because of the quote-unquote flexibility, because half the time I'm on the phone with her, there's a small child screaming in my ear. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, okay, this is fun, Uh, because it's hard to have a conversation when she's distracted constantly. I'm getting shivers because you're painting a picture that I see all too often. Yeah. So, you know, I've got a less than professional situation on one side. I don't mind 
you know, obviously a working mom. That's not the problem. It's no. that I've got the screaming in my ear. She's not paying attention, constantly having to repeat myself, realizing she's not receiving and absorbing information. So we're constantly chasing her down for the things that we're, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get from her. So that's a problem. And at one point she actually says to me, she's like, look, I don't have time for that. I'm too busy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, listeners, you know, Eric's eyeball on me because he knows, you know, I have a busy practice as well, but it's right. a professional practice. Right. And we don't say that we to people. We do what we have to do. Yeah. You get yeah. the job done and Absolutely. you work with people who help you get there. That's why I have a team. Yeah. So her client, self-employed, is working with a lender I've never heard of. Come to find out that, I mean, you really vet who you're working with very well. Because my client was working with someone that they had done multiple transactions with over the years. She's self-employed. They had all of her information. They were beautiful mm-hmm. in how they handled it. Yeah. They they were done early with the whole processing, ready to go on time. But here's the problem. Buyer on the on my client's sales side is not. Mm-hmm. Their lenders having trouble. We ended up with a two week extension, which then of course Domino affects everybody because now this guy on her purchase side finally has a place, but he can't get a closing date till he knows what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And on each side, he gets a 30 day rent back. So my client got squeezed because this other buyer of her house was in a rental and had to be out. There was no other extension and no month to month option for them. Mm-hmm. So she's already squeezed to move out of her house and her whole family's dispersed. Oh, man. Right? So she works around it because she gets what she wants on this side, she gets what she wants on the other side, but she's got to take the hassle of being displaced for a period of time. Right. But these people extending is now pushing out her timeline for displacement. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, because this other agent just didn't have the time to follow up on things, her client ends up in a hotel for two weeks. Oh. So we've got one person incurring very expensive housing. Right. Right. To fill in my client who's dispersed all over with her family and at the same time has a daughter who's about to have her next grandbaby. So she's got multiple things she's concerned about mm-hmm. dealing with moving movers, dealing with changing all of the utilities, doing all the stuff. There's a lot of things involved, a lot of stress. And we finally get down to where she's like, I've had it. And my client has money. So the thing was, she wanted to use the proceeds from her house sale for the new purchase. So she wouldn't have to move money around. Mm -hmm. Right. But we got to the end of this transaction. And the thing was to get the second extension, we said, non-refundable earnest money to that buyer. Mm-hmm. So whether they closed with to. us or not, yeah, you have to we were going to get those yeah. funds. And that was going to help my client pay for the storage and all the hassle and everything else, right? Yeah. So we were at the very tail end of this letting them know, if you don't have this closed by this date, no more extensions, your earnest money's already been released. I was calling the escrow company to make sure, like, did you guys follow the instructions? And they're like, oh, gosh, we didn't notice that it was, like, released now. They were like, you know, Mm -hmm. they just saw non-refundable. I was like, no, released now. 
like get that money released because this is what we're doing. And then we were working on the other side with this guy on the purchase side who was also now pressuring us because when he first went under contract, he didn't have a closing date. Mm-hmm. And she's got a 30-day rent back. She's like, well, uh, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, like what's going to happen here? <laughs> so it got it got very dicey. But Angela, who's my transaction coordinator, who most people on the show know, I absolutely adore her. Um, we worked very tightly together. And I was at a conference while this is all going on. Mm-hmm. And we were shorthanded in the office. So it was like because we had somebody out. And so we're tag teaming between two different escrow offices, we actually got that thing closed on the same day, which is really hard mm-hmm. when you're it working is. with two escrow companies. It is, yeah. It but takes a we, lot of coordination. Yeah, and we had to just jump on every little thing. So even though the one gal wasn't paying attention and like once a day would say, can someone update me on where we are? <laughs> I mean, that was what we were getting. Yeah, that's And yeah, it's frustrating. It. You gotta but, love it. Yeah. But Angela and I were tag teaming probably making, you know, 20 to 30 calls a day to all the different parties we had to talk to to get the pieces we need and put the pressure on. Here's one of the things we found out. You talked about how busy the refi market is right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Well, you can imagine what we found out is that lenders based in California and all those loan docs had to be sent to California and they refused to close without all the originals in house. Mm-hmm. And so that was another reason of some of the delays. Well, there you go. You know, a lot of times using an out-of-state lender or an internet lender uh, mm-hmm. will have last-minute issues that. Uh, oh yeah, that, their that funding conditions like were ridiculous. Yeah, the the funding part of it. Some some require seventy-two hours review periods. Yeah, that's what they hit us with at the tail end, and yeah. everyone was like, "What, what? in the yeah. world?" Well. When you're used to, uh, you know, a good, a good, a good lender locally here, like we can fund a loan the the mm-hmm. same day. Somebody yeah, and these guys the would morning, not do it. We fund that afternoon. Yeah, because we're reviewing everything on the go, real time. Yeah, we're we're releasing on fax documents because we mm-hmm. trust our, our our partners and our vendors right. to get us the originals, and we'll we'll take that risk and allow allow the transaction to close. Yeah, but if you're dealing with someone out of state or or mm-hmm. internet. They're not going to do that. Oh, and we we definitely saw that. Oh yeah, we 100% saw that. You know, yeah. and that was that was the thing that I told my client when they accepted that offer was, I don't know who this lender is, so it's a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a total crapshoot. What's just about to happen? Yeah. And and sure enough, that's basically what it turned into. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was it was crapping, and I wanted to shoot people. Oh <laughs> well. You know, fortunately for for your client, at I least. didn't really want to like, it's like ease, ease up, listeners. That's not something I would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, fortunately for your client, at least you know there was somebody involved in that, meaning you, that mm. was able to keep it all together. Yes. And and in every transaction, you never know who's going to be that person that takes charge and yeah. sees the whole thing through. Well, we so. said that she got to have her labor pains along with there her daughter. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Sounds painful enough. Well, we're gonna be right back uh, after we pay a couple bills. Stay tuned. More open house with Team. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And how can someone reach you if they have a question? They can, well, if they want to do it by email, you can go to info at teamreba.com. If you want to text me a message you could certainly send it to 206-910-3429 i am usually 
living on that thing. Uh, but if you want to get an answer more quickly, usually the info at teamreba.com, because if I'm mm-hmm. out in the field or in a meeting and it's something that one of my team can answer, then we'll mm-hmm. certainly get back to you or let you know a time that we can get to you. And uh, frankly, if you have questions that you want us to answer on the show, feel free to send it to that email address. Absolutely. Send them out. Yeah. And what about you? Well, I can be reached at eric at ericismybanker.com. That's E-R-I-C. And you can text me too. It's 206-915-ERIC, 915-3742. Eric with a C. And I will answer uh, all my emails personally. I'm really good about that. I don't like to leave the office until I'm like caught up. And there's days where that yeah, we Sometimes get, we that's get a lot. midnight. We get a lot. We get a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's busy. It's busy, but we love it. Yeah. It's well, so fun. yes. And, and yeah. the thing is, is there's those days where it's, as you love to say, cram-packed. <laughs> that's true. Uh, full of tons of activities. And, you know, that's that's why I'm starting to do, like, Instagram posts and stuff that are, like, adventures in real estate. Yeah. Because I really want to show people the real side of what we do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the yeah. the good, bad, ugly, because every, you know, most everyone else is like, look at this two million dollar home. I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> OK, that's a really small portion of the market. So let's yeah. let's get real. Yeah, like, absolutely. I, I mean, there's there's basically house porn. You know, it's just like right. food porn and all that. Yeah. But but there's the whole swath of the rest of it's us. It's not quite as glamorous as that. You know, no. we're, we're sitting in our chairs. We're cramming stuff out you know oh yeah I, I have three computer screens going at you know at any yep. given time i can't have that in my car but i'm no, basically no, no. on the phone i know most of the time i'm in my car i was so happy i had a, a, a an email from one of my clients a new client first time home buyer and we're you know just got her pre-approved and of course this weekend it's it's you know two o'clock on a sunday afternoon mm-hmm. and they're in a competitive situation oh yes i'm literally at 5500 feet up on Mount Baker. I'm on a, oh, I'm on yeah. a trail. Yeah. And uh, and I get a text that's like, hey, I'm sorry to bother you. Can we go 2000 higher? You know, in, in mm-hmm. our price, we're, we're competitive. You know, so I stop and I text back, you know, yep, 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 we're good. You know, this is what mm-hmm. we can do. And I'll follow up with an approval letter later. And uh, I got a nice email from the, from the buyer. She goes, I had no idea that, you know, a banker would respond, you know, to an yeah. email on a Sunday afternoon from 5,500 feet up on Mount Baker. Well, I mean, that's that's so, the reality. But we have to. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and the industry is changing that way, too, because since everyone's used to things like Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. not a sponsor of our show, I'll just point that out. Um, but we welcome you, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, because the 24-7 online is there, you know, I had someone talking yeah. to me the other day and I was like, you know, they're like, because, you know, we're looking to hire and they were like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for the flexibility. I went, OK, but the flexibility means you need to be able to answer your phone or text messages at 930 at night at and it's 630 in the morning. Right. And sometimes you're getting that call at eight o'clock on Sunday when you're trying to either sleep in or get ready to go to church mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you right. do on right. a Sunday. And, you know, same thing. I have to, you know, be able and willing to try and be as flexible as possible while mm-hmm. still providing service right. and guidance to the customer. Um, because the reality is there's a lot of other, you know, models coming into the, the industry. And the one that probably really scares me the most is one that allows people to get into a home by themselves. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm not going to necessarily get into the company names cause they're, I, don't know that if they're in our market yet, but I know they're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the issue, listeners. I can tell you for a fact 
and I gave examples just earlier in the show. If you walk into a property and you don't know a whole lot about construction, you may not be able to eyeball the issues. And if what's happening is this company is very seller focused and you're the buyer walking in with no one to give you context mm-hmm. and or information, mm-hmm. you are putting yourself at risk. Many people think, oh, well, I'll get a better deal. Well, you get a better deal at your own risk because if you don't know how to identify certain mm-hmm. types of things, and especially if there's anyone pressuring you to say, oh, just take my seller disclosure, you don't need an inspection, or hey, I had an inspection done, mm-hmm. here you go, Right. you're not going to be prepared enough, most likely, especially as a first-time buyer, to know the pitfalls of any of those things. Well, and it's not, I mean, it's the condition of the home. It's, mm-hmm. I, I especially worry about flip flip houses. Oh, yes. You know, because really, what's the point of a flip? You you make it look as pretty as you can for the least amount of money. Mm-hmm. And you can hide so many scary, oh, yeah. scary things behind the walls. Yes, you, you know, a flip yeah. Drywall home, hides a lot of sins. Yeah, you put some, uh, put some fancy flooring down and a nice mm-hmm. fresh coat of paint. And uh, it's amazing, uh, you know, what can be, what can be oh, masked. Oh, yes. So there's that. There's the neighborhood, there's the financing, there's the title, mm-hmm. there's insurability. There's all these different factors that can come into play, you know, when, when you're buying one. And, yep. oh, my gosh, you can get into so much trouble. Oh, on yeah. Your own. Well, I had a past client that we went to a condo, and they had been using another local company that has one of those, like, click-to-show type buttons on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then they were referred to me because of some people that they knew, and I – went on my first appointment with him. And it was funny because the, the first thing they asked me, I hadn't even seen the unit. Mm-hmm. They're like, so what do you think it's worth? And I went, it depends. Don't know. My favorite answer, it depends. Yeah. And they're like, what, 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 what do you mean? And, they, and I could tell they had a little angst that I didn't just immediately answer. I'm like, I'm not going to pull a price out my backside when right. I haven't even seen it. I'm like, I, they're like, well, yeah, but you saw the pictures online. I went, yeah, and? And sure enough, when we got up there and we walked through – as I'm walking through, I'm like, okay, we've got three different kinds of flooring. We don't have a consistency of this. I can tell this is a DIY here. I can mm-hmm. tell that, you know, I'm like pointing out, I'm like, here's some failed windows that you can't tell from the photos. Here's this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had a showing like this before. Uh-huh. And I went, well, well probably because you didn't have anybody with experience. Right. Yeah. You know, so yeah. again, my job isn't for me to be the hero. Right. My job is to make sure that you're the hero at the end of the story in what you're trying to accomplish. Well, it's a, it's about reducing your risk. Absolutely. Know, or eliminating as much risk as you possibly can. Yeah. And, yeah. And that takes experience. It takes mm-hmm. it takes knowledge and yeah. know, the ability to spot these things out. But but you've pointed out also and I what what I love is when you're talking with the other realtors, I think you're really good about pulling information yes. from them. Lots of open-ended and, questions. Uh, yeah, open-ended questions. And, and guiding them to certain things. And, yeah. and that, that void of just stopping talking and letting them just sort of babble. And, yes. And it's pretty amazing. What yes, because listeners, there's this thing that uh, humans hate, which is dead air, <laughs> which is why we're really good on the radio because we rarely have any. Right. But if we suddenly just went right now, 
Ooh, that's that hurts. I know ow, you didn't ow, even ow, you didn't ow, even ow. get like a couple seconds no, into no, no, it, and no, it's I like ooh, yeah, I can't you know. Oh. And so yeah. most people have a tendency to want to fill that void, mm-hmm. and I'm able to get a lot of information mm-hmm. during that time. It works. <laughs> it's very useful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, because there's is. a lot of people, especially if they're newer. They forget about the duty of confidentiality and they just spill their guts at you. Mm-hmm. And right. you're like, okay, thanks. Right. I'll take a little bit off the price then. Thank you very yeah. much. Or or my client will win the bid because you just told me this like thing you probably didn't tell anybody else. Right. Or, or you walk away because you didn't. You, they just told you how they repaired something. Yes. Oh, my didn't. gosh. That's happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's oh. a number of things that can happen. So if you're that buyer who's just like, I just want it easy and I just want to be able to put a code in my phone and walk in the door. Mm-hmm. Well, ooh. do it at your own risk. Yeah, and that's why they always say, yeah. caveat emptor. Yeah, that's right. Let the buyer beware. Yep, absolutely. So it's going to, real estate over the next 10 years is going to get very well, interesting. It's going to change a lot, but the one, the fundamentals are not. House is a house and, and you, you know, they, they're not perfect. And you have to know what you're what you're walking into when you when you go to buy one. There's not going to be a warranty that covers all of that sort of thing. You've nope. just got to be careful. Yeah. And rely on your experts and and use their experience and use their knowledge to, you know, reduce your risk and make sure you're going to be a much better, more educated buyer out there. Yes, absolutely. That's the yeah. whole point. Well, we hope today's show was interesting for you all, and we sure love being here. Going on four years now. Oh, yeah. Going to have to bring a birthday cake in. There you go. Well, thanks again for listening in. We'll see you next week on Open House with Team Reba. Have a great weekend, everyone. See ya. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.